All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett spinning the one and twos. Broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks, or you can just stick to the original mix. And add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. AC's begging me to take her to that Dallas concert with him. I'm like, oh, man. Like, don't you know what's about to kick off? And it's sad, too, because I hardly ever do anything. She's like, come on. Just, you know, call your guy and see me. I'm like, I don't know. It's in Dallas. I'm like, and it's on Sunday, too. Um, when like, is it? I don't it? know. I mean, huh? And When? During the uh, I season, think it's in, I, well, I know. I think he's coming like in. I think it's later this month or in September sometime. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, go to it, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Things are kicking off. This is a very anticipated season in the National Football League. Not only that, I mean, college is about. I mean, we're a few weeks from college. Speaking of that, man, Nick Saban came out today or yesterday and said, "Hey, 2021, that was a rebuilding year for us." And I'm thinking, like, you know, I know, you know, first of all. I know that pissed off a lot of people across the country. I mean, the year that you call it a rebuilding year, you go and you run her up in the national championship game and you lose to one of the best defensive college teams in college history. Without your, like, number one receiver, by the way, too. That went down. I think the game's different. If that didn't happen. But anyway, um, look, this is what Nick's talking about because I think Nick clarified. He said, look, we had a lot of young guys, which they did, that had to step up. Because of injury, he goes, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do in the sophomore and, you know, step that way. So that's kind of – but the bold, the headlines is that Nick Saban says last year was a rebuilding, and that gives everybody, his peers and coaches, the red ass when he does that. And I even kind of say, like, come on, Nick. I mean, you in Alabama, the way they recruit and what he's built, there's never really a rebuilding year. I mean, that's the reality of it. I mean, I told you about, I've been telling you about, I feel like how the Ravens go about their business. Even when Ozzie was still running the ship at the front office, they've never had a really breakdown rebuild since Harbaugh's been there. They haven't. Kind of makes me jealous. But I mean, if you're a Ravens fan, I mean, I understand like, you know, you won one Super Bowl, you came up short and getting other ones, but you know, you got to hang your head up high because they're, that's the only organization I can think of right now. Probably for the exceptions of the Packers, because in a situation with Aaron, how he's been there, they've never really had to do a breakdown rebuild on, on as the Packers. Now, they've had to do that on the defensive side of the ball. But Baltimore is really in a, in a category zone. So Alabama is kind of like in that same way, and really because the expectations. There's no such thing. It's either title or bust. And that's I don't think that's fair, but that's just what it is. That That's the monster that he's created. But he'll definitely piss – because I'll tell you this. We're a few – I mean, I think the college polls come out here soon, and we've never been on this show really big with the college polls. We really don't really rank them until the first playoffs come. You know, that was one of Slami's old rule and kind of got stuck on me. But I'll tell you this. I don't care whose poll it is. If you don't have Alabama and Ohio State in the top two, your poll is not legit. I told y'all last year, and especially after the Georgia game, I said, look, man, next year, because I figured, like, if you get Alabama this year. Now, the only difference is I will tell you about this Tuscaloosa team going in. If y'all, if, if, the, if the golden boy behind center gets hurt, there's no Jalen Hurts, and there's no other two guys quite yet looking at the back. I think there could be somebody sitting over there, but it ain't a bona fide, hey, if, if you know, if Young goes, Bryce goes down, and bam, we're good. That's the difference. But let me tell you something. Ohio State's going to be loaded. 
coming back. And we saw what they left in the in the draft. Those are the two teams that if they don't come in, I don't know if those are the last two teams standing in January, late December, but I will tell you those are the two teams without a doubt that should be one and two preseason in every damn poll. Because they're, they're going to be giving people the business. Good luck, UT. Y'all want to sign up for this. And you want to sign up for it because the brand's been down. Nobody buying your clothes no more. Nobody sitting there really gnashing. Now, I understand between this 70 miles radius where I sit right now, I get it. Burnt orange is still burnt orange. But nationally, ain't nobody really talking about you. So what you got to do is like, who can we, who's that sexy chick we can holler at to make the other girls come get with? Oh, let's go try to play Alabama. All right. Okay. Because I, I know you got Sarkeesian over there. But to me, I think he's still a little light in the britches. In the trenches. Now, I'm hearing everything about this recruiting class this year. And, yes, when you get Archie and he's going to make the – I get it. But I think we're going to find out that week two. And I think it's like, damn, y'all, schedule it week two. You might want to stretch it week three. It just should have been week one, get get it over with, get the ass whooping over. You know, your mom, you say, hey, man, go find a switch or a belt. What? Like, you knew it was coming, man. You get ass kicking. You should have just got out of the way. Not ready yet. Not ready. You got a lot of work to do before you pack up home and move down south to, to the real men's conference, okay? It's no arena league played over there. Yes, all, there's no 10-3 to 3 games anymore in, 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 the, in the SEC. Everybody can score points. But there's guys going first round and shaking Goodell's hand out of that SEC. I don't know when the hell the Big 12, the last time they didn't send somebody, you know, really predominant was like, hey, this is a defensive but I'll tell you, that kid out of OU, that pass rusher that slipped there in the second, third round that they grabbed up in Colorado, I'm hearing some good things early. Okay. 1-800-707-9760. All right, coaches. Uh, not coaches. We touched, we touched on coaches yesterday. Teams that I feel, and I'm eager to get y'all's opinion on this, but teams that I feel that will be starting, they will have a new starting quarterback. And we will keep track of this, and we will go back a year from now. Well, sooner than that. And this time, next, let's say next summer. And look at this. There's probably a few that come to mind. First off, I will tell you, the Detroit Lions will have a new quarterback for them next season. You think golf is done? I think golf, like you asked me about putting Campbell in the hot seat yesterday, and I told you, I said, look, as long as they compete hard, which they showed under Campbell, he has golf as a scapegoat. And I think, you know, unless golf is having a Pro Bowl season or he's really lighting it on fire, um, no. I, I think golf is going to be, this is going to be his last year starting with Detroit, and he will probably be a backup the rest of his career. Um. The next two team, the next team I have, yeah, we got some breaking news here. We got to get two two coming down the NFL pipeline. The second one I would say, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Tannehill's tenure is over. The Malik Willis era will start no later than twenty twenty three week one. And it might start 2022, week 10, week 9. Hell, if, if Tannehill got the happy feet back there, 
and scheduling appointments at halftime. Like, hey, can you fit me in? I need to talk to you after the game. Are you busy today? If he's calling his shrink back, he's saying, oh, get out of that pocket. You might see Malik Willis sooner than that. Those are my two. And if I have a third, hmm, looking at the landscape, I will say the New York Giants, Danny Dimes is going to have to damn near win the NFC East. And I don't see that happening. Could be wrong because you never know who can win that damn division. But the Giants would have to win the NFC East, or I think they gave in Danny Dimes what they can do. It's time to turn the page. So those are the three that come to my mind off the top. I could probably think of some other ones, but for uh, time-wise and moving on to the breaking news, uh, those are the three hot ones that will come. And did that in real time, too, by the way. So those are the three that come off the top of the dome. Do you have anybody I might have missed that you want to add, Mr. Clark? How hot do you think, uh, Jay, or how secure is Jalen Hurts' job? I wouldn't have anybody. I wouldn't have a problem if anybody put them on their particular new teams with new quarterbacks. But I just think that what I'm hearing with Philly, uh, Jalen's been in big situations before. Played in that SEC I talk about. Played under the microscope at Alabama. If the weapons are there, you're talking about Devontae Smith coming in his second or you know second year. I, I think Jalen's going to be all right. He would have to Michael Jackson 25th anniversary of Motown moonwalk backwards, <laughs> and I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, I think I think some gimmies might be like the Panthers and and, and the Seahawks. Um, you know, it's probably not going to be a Geno Smith next year. It I, might I, not I, even be him this I, year. I would add the Panth. That's a good one. I would add the Panthers because I already told you Matt Corral. I think he's the best one on the roster. I think he can outshine Baker and. Uh, Sam Darnold in his sleep. The only thing that he's got to work on, he's got to get his body. He's got to get a little bigger frame. And he has to understand, you know, he made a comment. We didn't talk about it, but, you know, Lane Kiffin had to come out to address it because, and it's being a rookie. He was young. I mean, doing an interview and saying, hey, you know, I kind of regretted going to Ole Miss because I would have liked to have gone somewhere where there's more competition, where I've been tested. Mm. And Lane's like, oh, he's young. You know them kids. They talk. But they, <laughs> Lane and him had a talk. And really what I think, you know, Matt was trying to say is the fact that, hey, and that's why you don't really want to say that is the fact that the starting position was pretty much handed to him at Ole Miss. I mean, when he was recruited. I think what he was trying to say is like what he's seeing now, especially when you got a guy like Baker, and we know what Baker's cloth he's cut from, and you look at Sam Donald, you understand, like, no, nah, this is a big one. This is competition. And I think that's what he's getting adjusted to. But when he figures it out, he can outplay them dudes in his sleep. Okay. And if he's a bust, trust me, everybody from San Antonio and Austin, listen, you're going to remember this. And every, and I will say, hey, I was wrong, but I really feel like his – the only thing that concerns me with him is getting more learning this pre-snap, and that takes time, but really his frame. He got to put some muscle on. He got he to gotta beef up, but he's going to be a guy that's going to be hurt a lot. But, no, next year, yeah, he's week one starting. That might happen this year. Because we sitting here, Sam Darnold Baker, one of Matt Rule said, hell, man, I'm on a hot seat anyway, let him go. And then just and that next thing you know, maybe probably not week one, but let's say by week four or five. Right. He'd practice. Like, he'd tell you about them throws teammates sees and practice. Like, hey, man, he's looking good. And then that little chatter starts. It starts at the water cooler. And then all of a sudden, then you got – then the beat rider takes on, hey, man, we got controversy. We got a quarter. So we don't know that whether it's Baker starting week one, Sam Darnold, but by week five, it's like, yo, Matt, he's ready. 
you know, because I do believe he's talented more than both of those guys. Could be wrong, but that's just it. Okay. But really quick, back yeah. in the NFC East, Carson Wentz, you think he's there long term? Or or could they be looking at, I mean, they've got Sam Howell on the depth chart. Yeah, they drafted him. Do you think that this could be his one and done and then he's just kind of out of it all too? I, I'm, not willing to go, I'm not willing to go there, but I damn sure wouldn't argue with anybody that put them on their list for a new starting quarterback. I, I've defended Carson Wentz for a long time. Um, I will say that I still don't think it was all him. The reason why Colts lost him two games back to back and choked the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, he was with his guy. He had the answers to the test. And they wrote, uh, you know, John 316 on that chapters and prayed together. You have all that, man. <laughs> I can't go. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in Washington. Who knows? But no, I wouldn't argue with anybody on that one. Uh, breaking news in the National Football League. What do we have coming down the wires? We're talking here in real time. What do we have for breaking news? Well, one of the big ones we've got, um, the Arizona Cardinals have kind of dominated over the last month. You know, the new contract clause that's now, that has since been removed in Kyler Murray's contract um, extension. Kyler now dealing with COVID, but his new receiver, Mr. Marquise Brown, has been arrested. Oh, uh, per Adam Schefter, through the Associated Press, uh, Cardinals uh, wide receiver Marquise Brown was arrested and charged with criminal speeding on Wednesday morning. Arizona Department Damn. of Safety spokesman uh, Bart Graves confirmed he was arrested at 7.05 in the morning in North Phoenix and booked in Maricopa County Jail. Do you think he um, was trying to rush to practice or 7.05? Okay. Know, up too late. First of all, let's get and you know I know it probably got law enforcement out there, but let's get the definition. I know laws are different in every state, but I've got it. What is the state of Arizona? Was that where they were in Arizona? Is that where they holding camp out that way? Okay, so in the state of Arizona, what is the definition of criminal driving? Is that what you said it was? Was that what it was? It's criminal speeding. Or criminal speeding. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what's the what? What defines criminal speeding? I will get that definition for yeah, you on there. I got, I got that for you guys. So oh, okay. I appreciate it. Criminal speeding is classified as it can be committed by driving over 35 miles an hour in a school zone, driving over 20 miles an hour in the posted speed limit of a residential or commercial zone, or traveling over 85 miles an hour on any roadway in the state. Okay, so that and and that's just what law is that Arizona Texas laws or what that's, is that? Barbara? That's just the general general, that's general, general okay, definition okay. of criminal speeding. All right, so see, that's why I wanted definition because when you when I hear criminal speeding, I'm thinking uh, Henry Ruggs speed that killed so like you you're clocking you you're going in an open road or residential you're going like a DUI buck fifty bucks yeah I'm combined, saying even yeah. if it's no DUI I'm just saying when I hear criminal speedings, but as Bartlett read the law like you think okay thirty five over schools and that makes sense. Because most school zones, you got to go 20. And so if you're going 35, so that kind of makes sense before I really talk about the charges and how serious and whatever. That's why I want to clarify that. Okay, but do you think that, and this is in Phoenix. Open desert out there. Do you do you think, oh yeah, an open desert. Open so, desert. So do you think that it's really him going through a, a school zone? Do you think, like, okay, I, I, I had never known that it was 85 because I feel like I've definitely done done the more than that before yeah, i didn't know that was criminal demon that's not me <laughs> it's to go beyond that that that's yeah. technically criminal so, uh but do you think that okay so it's 25 over or 35 over a posted or going through a speed uh you know school zone too fast do you think it was one of those commuting or do you think that this was 
you know, I live further away from the practice facility. Again, seven oh five. It's you, a, you would it, think that you know you're getting ready to go to the facility. Okay, let's say hypothetically. And, and, and if so, would the would an official, a state official, you know, look at hey, this is a Marquise Brown. Oh, you did new Cardinals receiver, huh? No, go well, ahead, man. Get to, get to practice. Yeah, no, because evidently I'm going to sit there and just assume that this is go, at seven. Whether you speed him, it sounds like to me if I just quickly judge a young, wealthy athlete. Rich athlete, well, not wealthy, he ain't wealthy yet, he's rich. Rich athlete, and a fast toy he got. And we're just going hyped up. You know, you're out of Baltimore. You feel like, damn, I'm about to catch passes to Kyler Murray. You got this going on. You got all this kind of stuff going on. And the next thing you know, I don't, I don't feel it today, man. Screw Starbucks. I'm just going to put the pedal to the metal. It, well, I'm assuming that's it. The bottom line is this, Okay. You're young. You make a mistake. I never was the one for speed. But it's kind of shocking that, you know, Marquise Brown, cousin of Antonio Brown, never, you really didn't hear this in Baltimore. Now, maybe because he never got caught in Baltimore. Maybe what you're saying is like the Kyle, man, that's, that's, uh, that's old Brown. He caught three passes today, let him alone. His ass would have dropped two and cost me family to put his ass over. And you don't think them conversations going, you crazy. Okay, I've talked to law for it. You don't, you don't think them conversations, yeah. Anyway, why didn't, you know, Baltimore? You get to Lucy Goosey, Arizona. Oh, Collar's mad with that language? Hey, call Susie and tell her get the paperwork redone, take that out. When you have, you got, you got old Clint Cliff. You know, Ryan Goslick, real laid back after we blown six game, five game in a row starts. You get in different cultures, you get Lucy or whatever. I'm telling you, man, that's why Cliff and them, let's see how Arizona goes. There's a lot of pressure on them down there in the desert. But we'll see. We'll see the details come out. We got Mike on hold when we come back. Okay. Listen to the sports cry. Broadcasting here from Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit TigerSanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 
Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain to glass, Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. Sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett spinning the one and twos, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka, established in 1938. Keep in mind, Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. So whether it's a cucumber Bloody Mary or vanilla espresso martini, Stoli Vodka brings uncompromising quality and flavor to your favorite cocktail. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Now, let me tell you something. A, a vanilla espresso martini. That's kind of you think like espresso, like a coffee type or whatever. Right, yeah. Okay. If you're ordering that, like for coffee time, and I'm not talking about day coffee drink. I'm just talking about like if you're in a situation where like, hey, man, I'm going to have a vanilla espresso. You're an alcoholic. You're an alcoholic. You've never mixed uh, alcohol in your coffee? No, man, no. I do it all no. the time. Well, hey, well, there's Vodka, something. Vodka, Maybe whiskey, there's something we need to talk yeah. about. Maybe maybe my, <laughs> maybe the people I endorse is basically a bad influence on you. I don't know, but uh, yeah, you no, you got coffee wise. You when you're having a like, cup of coffee on. on the weekend and just I chilling around the house, it's no, a great mix it. there. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, espresso. All right, mm. we've got some more breaking news in the NFL. Before I uh, get to that, I just want to get get some reaction on our quarterback talk of other franchises. I want to come okay, yeah. to the listers. Uh, Kansas City Rob uh, checked in here on Facebook messaging and he said top five teams with the new quarterback next year is going to be and he actually put them in order he said the giants the texans the lions eagles pending if hurts can't get it done and number five the seahawks uh the texans i wouldn't argue on that if somebody had them i would just say be careful man this mills guy was projected to be early first round before he tore uh, shredded his knee in Stanford. I mean, I don't know. It just depends. I mean, and also, like, yes, you know, the class that's coming out next year, you know, when you talk about the quarterback at Ohio State, you're going to talk about the quarterback at Alabama, and there's going to be a few that emerge. You know, the Texans depend on – I mean, because Jonas has Lovey is just the, the brother just to stop. Like, hey, just stop here, pick something to eat, man. You know, let us know. You know, he just – he has Lovey for a damn sleepover. But if Texans really go bad, I mean, if they're picking in the top three or four, yeah, I don't care. Mills is probably not going to have the upside as these kids that's going to come out after this year. So I can see KC Rob working with that, adding the Texans in there. Well, the Texans would look on to look to move on from Mills at that point. Uh, mm. Would you put a question mark in Chicago at Justin Fields? Nobody, depending on how this year goes, could it be a situation where they're looking at? You know, going into a third-year option with this guy, or if they're at, at a point in the draft, kind of like the Cardinals were just a few years ago with Josh Rosen. That's and a Kyler very Murray. that's a very unique situation. I would say you speeding on that. No, Justin's getting this coach. This new coach is the least minimum getting two more years with Justin. They need to work on. I don't know if they've addressed it. I'll be able to tell that early on in the season. I hope they worked on the offensive line. If Chicago didn't work on their offensive line, I don't care how damn how mobile, you know, he is. 
you're not Justin is you're that's just a recipe for disaster I really feel that's a lot you know everybody talks about Nagy and Nagy but I really feel that's what did Mitch in too in Chicago that the offensive line sucked man they never did take efforts to put in their offensive line you know uh, 1-800-707-976. All right, we got a couple people on hold, but before we get to the phones, we've got some more breaking news uh, here out of the NFL. What else do we have? Uh, maybe you're shocked. Maybe you're not. Uh, the NFL is officially appealing the decision on Deshaun Watson with a six-game six suspension. Um, I'm not shocked, but I will tell you that I feel that with this, this is what's going on. And and I've kind of been consistent with this. There's a lot of pressure. I mean, this is a 32-member private club. I ain't talking about members only. It's better than that. It's better than the member-only jackets. I used to have one. I'm old enough to know a member-only. You know, my dad used to sport. I'd be like, Dad, I want, man, you know what those jackets are? You ain't old enough one yet. Members only. Old school. You got to be old to remember that. I bet you nobody could even tweet me a members only jacket right now. Nobody could even find that. But I'll tell you this. It's not. It's bigger than a members only. So really, so to me, you've got 31 owners, because leave Haslam out of this. you got 31 owners for the last four months, however long it's been since they did the contract with Deshaun Watson. You got owners emailing and calling the offices like, yo, what is going on? And it ain't really about like, we're going to let this guy back in the league. You know, there's 26 own, you know, women, you know, that's involved. And you hear Robert Kraft in the back. Damn, where's he getting that at? Where's he find that at? You know, Robert Kraft, you know, on the cool, like, where'd he get that at? So it's not because they're sitting there saying, hey, man, we got 26, you know, women, allegedly. It ain't that. They're talking to them about, hey. This beep mother burp gave this dude 250 guaranteed or what they're doing. What the hell? Because it changed the mark. That's where the venom's coming. So this appeal, where I'm bringing it all full circle, this appeal right here is really about the pressure from the other guy saying, yo, man, we want a year. Tell him we're fighting for a year. He needs to sit for a year. Hasn't want to give his ass 250 and screw us up and guarantee money. Screw that. He needs to sit a year. We're appealing. Goodell. Okay. That's how it goes. But they be careful what you wish for. Because if Deshaun Watson, and, and trust me, old Busby down in H-Town, he loves the cameras. He loves the publicity. So don't be surprised if old Busby sits there, oh, y'all want to sue us? We'll counter sue, and we got to air all that dirty laundry out. We got to air it out. And then John Gruden's like, get him, girl. Yeah, I'll be a witness. Who wants me? That's what's going on, man. It's all about that money. You piss off people with that money. Daniel Snyder could do anything, didn't do anything wrong. Oh, Washington, Redskins, that's the thing. Oh, that's just Dan, let it go. Oh, you know what? I, I need those pictures from that, 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 that swimsuit issue. Oh, that's just Snyder, man. Don't worry about it. That's the other owners talking. I saw it too, to tell you the truth. <laughs> but what did he do? He screwed and withheld money from revenue and the money like, oh, hell no. Hell no. And next thing you know, his ass is out in the Mediterranean Sea or something trying to get lost. It's all about money, man. That's about that guarantee that your owner, I know you don't really cut for him, but the owner of the Cleveland Browns and all you Alamo Browns backers out there, this is the residue that Haslam created. And the owners are maybe pissed because he got 27 settlements. They're mad because, damn it, you guaranteed money. We didn't have to go to a CBA argument for this. It's out. 
The cat's out the bag. Well, quick, small correction on there. Busby was defending the women. Oh, was was for the women. This is Rusty, Rusty, Rusty Harden. Is going to be yes. Thank you. Uh, I was thinking Rusty, but I, Busby. My bad. Good correction. Um, so anybody out there? I was but, wrong about that. But so Rappaport sharing from the NFL today. Um, under the twenty, of course. Here's here's the official not- notification on that appeal. And under the 2020 NFL-NFLPA collective bargaining agreement, um, the factual findings of the disciplinary officer, which is who this is going to now, are binding and may not be appealed. Judge Robinson found that Mr. Watson violated the NFL's personal conduct policy on multiple occasions and suspended him for six games. The CBA affords the NFL or NFLPA the right to appeal, which now the NFL is. Um, such an appeal must be filed within the three days. They're there now. And so now it's going to be up to Goodell to determine who will hear this appeal. Okay. So for anybody, just so everybody knows, this is where we're now at in the phase. Goodell gets to decide who's going to hear this. They're going to, the committee's going to make the, it's going to make, they're going to make this decision now. And this is, and it's not, this is like going to be the letter of the law. Whatever comes out of this is officially final. But there could oh, be a oh, lawsuit. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I, I appreciate you laying out for the listeners that are trying to follow along here. Um, you know, as they're sitting in construction in 1604 traffic. Not <laughs> to do that anymore. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. So, I, know, I appreciate you trying to clarify that. But I'm talking about if they, because let me tell you, they're appealing. Dane's asking, we, oh, man, we, we should have got eight. They want the hot 16. They want the whole 16 games. That's what this appeal about. And that's coming from pressure, in my opinion. That's coming from pressure from the other owners. Like, nah, man, he got, we got the guarantee. Sit his ass for a year so they can be the laughing stock and have to sit. That y'all cannot believe that y'all want to, but I'm telling you, okay, I've talked to NFL players. I've, I've looked at this game from a business mindset forever before even just the X's and O's. Before I was about 10, I saw that drive with about a couple minutes left. In old, in old Cleveland Stadium, I was looking to the business stuff. And I'm telling you, that's how they operate, man. And they are looking for that full year. And if they get the full year, hell yeah, Rusty and Deshaun is coming to sue their ass. Period. So this is, you know, get a seat next to the PGA and Tour Live. Cleveland and the NFL and Deshaun versus each other. 1-800-707-976. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone. What's up, Mike? Okay, well, I was going to talk about the watching, but this, with this late-breaking news, I'll have to discuss that with you tomorrow and see how this turns out. But I was going to talk about him. But, but I got something else I want to say about the Dallas Cowboys situation. Hey, listen, man, uh, Jerry Jones, you know, I got I got all the respect for this man in the world, you know. You know, he uh, helped Reed put Dallas back on the map, you know, get him back, you know, help him win a couple of Super Bowls. But the way he's disrespecting Jenny, Jimmy Johnson, man, I got a real problem with that. He said just a couple of days ago during the um, uh, practice out in California that he'll put Jimmy Johnson in when he decides that he has to get in. He says that there's other important people that have to get in the ring of honor besides Jimmy Johnson. This man helped this guy get three Super Bowl titles, and this guy is treating him like Jimmy Johnson should have already been in the ring of ring of honor in the Dallas Cowboys. And like I say, Jerry Jones ought to be ashamed of himself for holding a personal grudge against this man for all these years and not putting him in the, uh, in the uh, ring of honor. I, I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. 
All right, thanks for the phone call, Mike. Um, that one didn't really come across my radar uh, in regards to whatever Jerry said, you know, down camp in regards to Jimmy. Um, I know that's been a topic that's been discussed nationally, even before on this show. Um, I can only believe when I hear Jimmy talk, I've seen a life, the football life of Jimmy Johnson. I've seen him talk about this in other interviews, and I've seen Jerry kind of talk. I can only go by what they say. They both acknowledge what really was a problem back then, but they've said they both moved on. Now, I just feel that Jerry, that is something that I believe, in, and, and maybe I'm not qualified to talk about this because I'm not a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. I got more hate for them than love. Um, you know, I don't, but my memory serves me correct. You know, Jerry's not a guy that really rushes to put anybody in the ring of honor since he's on the team. Now, I could be wrong by that. I mean, now Tony Romo, his godson might have to wait maybe one more. I'm surprised his ass ain't in there yet. Okay. He gave him like damn near 150 on the way out with a broken back. I know you can't win, but here, man, I always do. I love you, Tony. Come on, man. So Tony, my, his ass might have to wait just more another year before he get his ass in. And I don't even know if Tony deserves to be in the ring of honor. Really don't. Now, he's got a lot of record and numbers, but damn it, you look at the ring of honor in Dallas, anybody, I don't know, there might be one or two people up there in the ring of honor in Dallas that don't have a ring. If that. I'm not going to sit here and say there's nobody. I'd be shocked if there's more than two people in the ring of honor. I, I won't be shocked if somebody tells Calvin there's no one up there that doesn't have a ring. I wouldn't have one shot me. Chris Duell. He probably knows that stat on top of his head. If he said that, I'll be like, okay. But it comes down to I'd be shocked, more surprised if there is, but I ain't going to be shocked if there's only you know two. So to me, Mike, back to his point before we go to Fernando, I just can't – you know, to say the disrespect for Jimmy, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, back then it just came down to like, look, I put my family's future wealth on the line, Jimmy. I came and got you in Miami. We played football together in Arkansas, but I'm going to do things. I got, I need some credit too, Jimmy, because at the end of the day, they had a pat to say, Hey, you handle the business and I handle the football. Yeah. When you're trying to uh, pull off the biggest trade in history and Herschel Walker trade, you're going to look to the football guy that just came out of college. But when you start getting that Super Bowl, it's like, damn, you know, I told you to kind of, I picked you and I told you about that guy to scout and Jimmy's, you know, Jerry's putting his thing. He's one, that's where it kind of like hold on. And, of course, everybody knows about the the comments, if I can get any coach to Coach Dallas. But, you know, he's been chasing it to do his way ever since. And I don't think this is going to be the year of changes. Well, we got time to get in that. we got a few more weeks to get into that. But uh, we're almost out of But let's go to the phones here real quick before we get out of here. Let's go to Fernando. Fernando, you're here on the sports grind on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Fernando? Hey, thanks for having me, Kelvin. No uh, problem. Just real quick, uh, I wanted to agree with you on the golf situation. It's turning me off, you know, all this uh, – now they're going to the courts and everything, uh, trying to get in. It's just, I used to like to watch it more. Now it's kind of like, uh, you know, hard for me to watch even the PGA stuff. But anyway, I think uh, also uh, concerning Charles Barkley, uh, you know, I think it was real smart on his part, you know, to first he, you know, put his big toe in the water to see what people were going to say about him going to the live. And, uh, also, I think he was doing it trying to get a raise from the uh, TBS people. Possibly. And- I, I think that's possibly. Thanks for the phone call, Fernando. I think that's possibly. And, and again, on the golf thing, it's just one of those situations that it's, it's not going to turn me off to watch the majors. It's not going to turn me off if we ever find out to see that glimpse of Tiger again. All I'm saying is that it's about to get ugly in the gentleman's sport. I mean, welcome to the other world of sports. You're about to be in the courtroom. 
I mean, we just had an update about a countersuit possibly from Deshaun. That's what's on the sports. It's it's kind of dodged the PGA, at least in the time I've been, you know, paying attention to it. Anyway, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Bartlett spinning the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning before you hit the snooze button, before you're out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow.